0: Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond. Previously on Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond, we're not going into that. (laughs) (laughs) Glad you knew. Yeah. Uh, It's Sunday, well technically it's still Thursday here, but you know. Yeah, well I mean in a a paradox universe, it is Sunday. You know, you are in your pyjamas, you're watching Sunday Brunch with Tim Lovejoy, Uh, you've got the kettle on, and you're, yeah, yeah, see, it's it's like I magic that up, you're just about to make yourself a nice cup of tea, and listen to me, and Haslam. Yeah, again, welcome to Storytime, Matthew Hazelham, the show where you, the, the general public, need to tell your story. Why? Because your story is still a story. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to be famous, or you don't have to have talent to be famous. Just look at Towie. There we go. This, yeah. the, this, this is exactly. This is actually the the Brentwood. This is the Brentwood Boat Podcast, really. <laughs> at the moment, this is what 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 Yeah, rejected. Well. <laughs> You know, you know we see real men like you know. See us too, you know. Yeah. We're, we're real men, you know. Yeah. As much as we want to be James Argent, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're anyway. Back back, back, to, back to it, yeah. We, so, we we left it on a PM rant about wear your face mask. Um, I hope you're still wearing your face mask. Uh, but yeah, it's been two days. It's been two days. Keep it on. So um, going, going. Obviously, you went to WrestleMania 30. Yes. And uh, you, you were left probably traumatised Well, because of a certain thing that happened. I, I, I was there. To, so it's funny enough, when I started the, uh, the journey of going to WrestleMania, I wanted to go to WrestleMania 1 uh, to obviously fulfil a lifetime ambition as a child of uh, going to the thing you've always watched. Um but I was convinced that The Undertaker was going to lose his streak at 29. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that's why I went to 29. I said to Adam, I said, look, CM Punk's going to do him. Just got a feeling. We've got to be there. That never happened. <laughs> they had a classic, but it never happened. Great so match, yeah. 30 comes along. And obviously, the only thing that's dead, sir, is that Daniel Bryan's going to become champion. Yeah, yeah The yeah. other dead, sir, all weekend, was... Uh, that, you know, The Undertaker will beat Brock Lesnar. It was laughable if anyone said, oh yeah, Brock Lesnar might beat The Undertaker. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, of course he will, of course he will. <laughs> it was a match that literally had, like, no hype. None, nah, none, none, zero. Yeah. Everyone just thought it'd be a nice little match. Yeah. And it's just, uh... The Undertaker was going to win, and, you know, it's like, on to the next thing. Hmm. Like, and I remember... It wasn't till like so obviously all week. You know, you chat about it all week when you had these like comic con things, but they call them access, uh, and that's all people chat about the whole time you're there. Even when you're out in bars, like people chat about it because that's what they've all gathered there for. Everyone you spoke to, yeah, 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 Undertaker, 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 Undertaker. Mm. It's like yeah, okay, cool. And it weren't until the there was a promo just before the match, and a promo yeah. is like a, a build up package. Um, and it had Paul Heyman on it, and he cut this thing, and I was like, in the back of my mind, it was the first time a bit of doubt entered, and I was like, (laughs) he might lose this. Nah, don't be daft, he won't lose this, but he could, he could lose it, but obviously, brushed well out of my mind. Well, about nine minutes later, from what I can only describe (laughs) as the noisiest place on earth, um, I mean, and that's compared to like 90,000 screaming metal fans at download yeah. in, in the pissing rain. I mean, they can get fucking loud. But <laughs> this place was, you know, it was the 30th anniversary. Everyone yeah. was buzzing for it. It was going to be the crown of uh, Daniel Bryan. You know, it was it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And as I say, we we were halfway through the show at this point. Like everyone's just on this big <laughs> roller coaster. Like, yeah, 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 fucking amazing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and people get more drunk and whatever. And there weren't one person in that arena I can guarantee you that called the Undertaker losing that match. Now, as it happened, he hit an F5, what was the special move, and Schofield had decided, even though He's waited his whole life to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. This was the appropriate time to have a piss. <laughs> <laughs> He's one opportunity to watch Undertaker Live. His hero. Defending his WrestleMania streak. I'll go have a wee. You know, not wait like every other person and go for the women's match. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> well, they, they weren't good at the time. No, he'll give you that. And game. literally, this F5 happened. I turned to Adam and I was like, Oh, shit. Here we go. And it just went, one, two, three. And you heard a gasp. Yeah. A 70,000 gasp. That's all I can call it. Everyone just went... (gasps) And you felt the air get sucked out of this room. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, even though he's he's my hero... um, He is essentially a guy called Mark. Uh, (laughs) And we've all watched The Undertaker, the legend, suddenly become Mark. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not Superman. And the, the place was so silent, you could hear a fucking pin drop for about a minute and a half. I remember watching live, and like... They didn't play Brock Lesnar's music until like probably about twenty seconds. No, after. no, no, no. That's what I mean. And, then and like you, you, could you just only hear like Paul Heyman going, "Oh my god, you've done it!" Oh, you know, shit. basically. You, you, kind of you, you could hear this pin drop, and it was yeah. like bloody hell. Like this, this is mental. So, at the time, once they didn't start playing the music. And the realization kicked in. People started booing, and the, I mean, there was people crying. There was honestly, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Like, and at this point, <laughs> Scofield's now come wandering down. He's battered. We we are old pissed, <laughs> but he's he's battered. And by the way, well dressed up as Hulk Hogan. I'm Hulk Hogan of the '80s, so I'm in yellow speedos. Yep. Um And. <laughs> Skyfall's Hollywood Hulk Hogan, so he's got this big feathery uh, boa thing over his neck, yep. and uh, he's got these chicken strippers, and he was like, "Did I just see the Undertaker lose his streak?" And I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, you did," and you were wearing a pistol in it, and he was like, oh, "I can't believe it." He can't have lost his street. I was like, "Well, he's lost his street." And I, but by now, yeah. the kid, the kid, and the adult in me, is trying to control all my temper and rage at <laughs> yeah. this bullshit decision. <laughs> Even though it's fake, it meant something to me. Yeah. And I'm trying to control my passion. I'm like, "Well, it's happened, Adam. Like, we're just going to have to get past it." And he was like, <laughs> "And it, 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 it was like, no, nah, no, no, boo, boo." And the next thing I know, he's just grabbed this box of. Chicken strippers, yeah. chips covered in barbecue sauce—what he loves—and he's just launched it. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I went, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he, and he, and now by this point, he's taking off his feather boa. His bandana's gone flying. His t-shirt's gone flying. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he was like, "Well, oh, he's lost." And I was like, "Yeah, all right." it's the wrong call I get that but there's some poor fucker over there probably come from Stoke or something who's coming to terms with saying these heroes died and he's just been dunked with a load of your chicken strippers for no bloody reason he was like oh. by this point I was so enraged with him like like, like a father does with a child I was yeah. like well I'm going to the toilet now I've had enough of you but think what you've done I mean, up that. And as I say, I've gone to the toilet and there's people kicking down cubicles, like, properly losing their shit. Mm. Like, the place left, like, a quarter of the building left. Yeah, they yeah. didn't watch the last three matches. Um, but, yeah, it was mental. It was well It was well <laughs> worth it. And when I look back, it was classic. It was a classic moment. And that's where it should have ended with him. Mm. Um that should have been his last appearance yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah yeah. some poor fucker from Stoke got clumped with a load of <laughs> Schofield's chicken strippers and barbecue sauce yeah. <laughs> I was going to say uh, I was sitting there the other day because um, Bossman Blake put up I think he was saying about like it's been two years since uh, Progress at Wembley Arena that was like your first yeah 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 year. and uh, I just just remember your, your reaction when you saw Vicky Haskins yeah. So you saw Mark Haskins walk out, do his whole like, arms in the air, and then you, go, oh, who's had babe with him? Well, that's his wife, Vicky. Oh Haskins. yeah, of course. Vicky F- Haskins was an absolute dime piece, to be honest. So yeah, um, <laughs> it was just the reaction. So like, I remember sitting there and you going, like, oh, as soon before, like, before I even finished saying Vicky Haskins. People like, Haskins, you have a tiny penis. And you like, you saw all these people just standing there watching, you know, who were meant to be watching this Matt Riddle versus Mark Haskins, match, watching you just getting enraged because you're just saying that Mark Haskins had a tiny penis I, because I mean, he fell in love with his woman. I mean, the best thing about that was like, <laughs> so like indie fans are really passionate anyway. Like, I mean, I love, I love wrestling. Um, but at that point, it was typed up that it was going to be uh, on the thing. Um, Matt Riddle was going to NXT. Wasn't yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but like even on their little forums, they were like, "What was the problem with that guy who was obsessed with the geezer's cock?" <laughs> so, you know, uh, it was it was it was a lot of fun to be honest. Like another funny time with you is um, that time we went to the IPW showing. Uh, and we just got absolutely wasted. Which, what one was that? Was that the Circus Tavern one or no. the Stevenage one? Um, it wasn't Stevenage. Don't mean you ever mean Stevenage. It's the one where uh, extreme measures. Extreme. Oh, oh! We me oh, a beer and a yeah with Jimmy Havoc's head. Yeah, that was a good show. That yeah. I mean, a lot's changed since then. Uh, Nixon Knoll is now Teagan Knox. Teagan Knox, um, you've got. Jimmy Havoc and Joey Ryan, who have been like blacklisted from wrestling. <laughs> yeah, what's well a shame because Jimmy Havoc, uh, absolute gazer. Um, yeah. I, I hope it's not true, um, but yeah, I mean those shows. Uh, if you ever like wrestling, there's always great stuff to watch. I, my my favorite story about that show though has to be when uh, that wrestler called Big Grizzly just come out of nowhere and like hit. Like, I can't remember who he beat up, but he come out and attacked that one. <laughs> And then, like, you you obviously knew he was Welsh, and then you just shout out to him, Hey, fuck off back to Barry! And he's gone, Hey, fuck off, mate! (laughs) you remember that? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I, I tried pipe out. oh fuck off, Joe Ledley you little prick it's <laughs> like so when we used to go uh, we went to that one in Colchester and Eric Young was fighting someone oh yeah so we just kept singing Brian Adams throughout his match because he's from Canada I mean that's 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 what I go to wrestling for it's just Silly, it's like a warm up for a stand up, really. Yeah, but yeah, it is good fun. The uh, sort of, didn't you serenade him with um, <laughs> the, what's it? The uh, ah, summer of '69, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah <laughs> and uh, they used the cucumber during oh, the match, didn't gosh, they? That's still one of my favorite memories of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, like, <laughs> he said, Oh, oh, the warrior, we your help with Sam, give him the cucumber, <laughs> and he reached his left back. You've given him this cucumber in which what's happened is he's got into the ring he's trying to hit the cucumbers his opponents grabbed it smashed it in half and kicked out the ring oh. and this kid's gone i got a cucumber <laughs> and it was me- meant for much more worse intentions what was it meant for then Sam? it was meant for Tammy Lee, uh, Lynn Snitch aka Sonny <laughs> you know they were doing this info Photo bed shoot with Sonny, and I was <laughs> you gonna. you the only person who pre ordered a photo. <laughs> yeah, I, I pre ordered it. I was ready to get in bed with Sunny. I still am. Uh, <laughs> I love Amy, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> As Amy ever said, I don't you know, uh, if you ever get a chance with Tammy Linch, you get you get a full pass. Well get her get a free pass. I don't even think she knows who fucking Sonny is, to be honest, mate. <laughs> she will after this. She'll Google <laughs> Sam who's this Tammy Linsitch. Your children don't research it, not unless you're at least thirteen, you won't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean it's all fun and games, isn't it? <laughs> um yeah, tell 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 us a, you know a story about like you know you just where like you know it's time you've ever been so wasted that you. Well, I mean, obviously there's uh, there's this ongoing rumor that Matt, uh, your beautiful hosts, has uh, claimed that I don't like boobs. Um, <laughs> he's he's also dubbed me as Stag City Sam. Oh God! What um, about that? So yeah, I mean, actually, before we go into that, who was the biggest bully to you in lockdown? Biggest, but you, you were uh, <laughs> 2020 Aslam was a prick to me. Just, just, just for uh, Callum, can you say you know what? Ever since lockdown, you've changed. You're like you've become a nasty fucker. That. <laughs> well, ever since lockdown, Aslam, you've become a right nasty prick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I love you, really. It's all right. But he really has. <laughs> he sends me abuse all the time. You know, he's not even paying me for this show, but. <laughs> You paid me. In fact, you paid me with a uh, Brooklyn lager. I have. I've, I've paid you in kindness. And it's I'll, just I'll lend, so i new battleground. So you know. Yeah, and it's just so you won't bully me anymore. Okay. But yeah, I mean, um, but you did dub me uh, Stag City Sam. What well, it's obviously is a piss take of um, Matt Lucas when he's on Gavin and Stacey, um, and he's yeah, like so good Prague, tits, beer. <laughs> Tits,
1: <laughs> you now know, you're
0: best mate, <laughs> and uh, he's like, You're stag city, Sam, ain't you? Like, you know, um, I've yeah, I've been on a few stag those mm. um, to various parts. Uh, Budapest was great, great laugh. Um, Madrid, uh, was yeah, fantastic, Pro- probably a bit too posh for a stag, do, but it was nice. Um, we went to Cornwall, like yeah. Nuki, uh, going back there again. Can you imagine going to Madrid for a stag do? Well, then again, you you have, so yeah. yeah I I mean <laughs> it just uh, seems mind blowing like what what was the other place we went to for, for a stag recently? Um I oh, can't can't spend a minute. Oh Benidorm, God bless Benidorm, yeah. <laughs> you know, like aka Benidorm. the King of Benidorm uh, right. or the Mayor of Benidorm. No, no, you, you probably watched every single episode of ITV's Benidorm too. I, right? I have, I've, I've, I've done that uh, twice over. I, I watched all, <laughs> all ten series of that during lockdown yeah. again, um, just because I had the Benidorm blues. Or yeah, actually, it wasn't the Benidorm blues. It was prepping me for going back over there for another stag do we were meant to do. It wasn't a stag do. It was a celebration of me brother Matt. Who got married, but obviously never had a stag do, so we were going back over there to uh, to redo it to Rishi Gary's horror. horror because Talking the, about, you know, Matt, his, uh, his missus is right here. Yeah, he yeah. Do you want to come say hi to the, to the fans, all, all six of them? Hi, everyone. There you go, let's pass <laughs> the I'm, I'm cooking dinner. Yeah, she's, she's, cook, she's cooking ratatouille, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I've never had ratatouille, but it smells good. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, I would say that there's been a few times where it's been right ropey, uh drink wise on stag do's. I think one of my most drunk uh, was I. We went to Nuki and we got the bus up there, and on the way, I got a load of bottles of rum, and we started playing this game where we'd say like, for example, animals, yeah, and. You start with A, so I would say antelope. You yep. would say ant, and you keep going back and forth until, until someone, someone on, either says something wrong or, or can't think on. of or can't think of one, and then you move on to B. But yep. at that point, you have to do a big amount of <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, the the more forgetful you get, the more drunk you get on this game. And I'd got a special toothpiece suit ready, what well, was a parrot costume. Um, when I say it wasn't like a parrot costume, it was a parrot toothpaste. Yeah. It was shorts and a shirt combo that had parrots all over it. Right like bastard <laughs> thing from Primark. Um, and I was so desperate to get into that by the point that I got there that I stripped off naked in the street and got into this parrot <laughs> costume. Yeah. And then we went to the beach just to chill out and i collapsed um and we were wearing bald wigs like bald caps and uh there's a great picture of me passed out on the beach just getting the world's worst suntan because only half my head would get tan because this hat covered in sand and then i then proceed for the next hour to a multi-millionaire pitching to him why I could buy him the perfect house, even though I'm not an estate <laughs> agent uh, so yeah, I mean that was one but then another time was in Budapest mm-hmm. and we, obviously there was like 25 of us or whatever and we were in this room um, and Joe Marshall, before he became become a sellout, he was in my room with me, you know, I mean, he, he would, he, he doesn't even chat to me now, he's a Dubai boy, you know. <laughs> such a sellout, out Yeah, Jake. such Go a on. sellout. I mean, Instagram, absolute whore bitch. <laughs> and he's so fat as well, he's disgustingly fat these days, Joe. Yeah, you really got to lose some weight, mate. But yeah, literally, he was in the room with me <laughs> yeah. in Budapest, and, uh he had some Akaselcas, what well, obviously are those tablets that make you feel better of a morning. I thought he, he said Actimels. <laughs> and so I was like, oh yeah, fucking lob us an Actimel. And next thing I knew, we were dubbed the Actimels. Um And it was like me, Joe, my cousin Alex, Luke Lloyd, um, <sighs> who else? Uh, Jack Boucher, and there was a couple of others. Um... And Joe being Joe, we, we we had a McDonald's literally just round the corner to us for, yeah. for breakfast, I think it was like on the second day. <laughs> we part, partied hard and he was like, we went and got our McDonald's breakfast and then there was this shit little pub that was like two doors down. Proper <laughs> yeah. Hungarian pub. Um, and he was like, oh, let's, uh, let's go there. And... Uh, I'm like I'll oh, fuck off Joe. like it's, you know it's it's like it's literally half nine in the morning, and i'm like yeah. no I can't, I can't i can't be fucking i can't be dealing with that, and uh literally I was like nah uh he was like come on we' just we just have one one ear dog I'm like all right, we have yeah. one air of the dog, so we've all sat down the five of us there was two other people in our room, but really he didn't want to be. Uh, they didn't want to be involved in the mills, I think they were, they were quite disgusted with us <laughs> and uh, so all five of us from the room are now in this shit little bar and we've had the first pint and it's gone down really well actually mm-hmm. and one of the guys Jack has made a joke saying well we won't leave until everyone's brought around oh, yeah. well next thing I know we're 15 beers deep yeah. we've missed the spa that everyone's going to. <laughs> yep. We're still in this shit little pub getting absolutely <laughs> tanked, and uh, we're outside and we're having a cigarette and whatever. And we've had like confessional hour and whatever. And like, there's only one other guy in there who's been dancing to Michael Jackson the whole time, <laughs> putting it on at every given opportunity. And uh, yeah, it was dubbed the Tur- Turtle Burger because yeah. they had made this picture of this. Tur- well of this tortoise that's the stupid thing it was actually a tortoise it were not a turtle a um, tortoise as a burger and we yeah. just found it the funniest thing ever <laughs> and we were like turtle burger turtle burger and then we turned up and they've all had this lovely day at the spa and we're just absolutely k would but we've made all these like fake jokes like yeah. inside jokes that no one else would get unless you've been in the pub with us the whole time one of them involved us taking the piss out of bonsai failing these bike tests um what well, went down like a lead balloon with mike because we were just we were pointing laughing at him in his face and if anyone knows bonsai he's the most loveliest bloke in the world yeah. and we were tearing clumps out of him and we we're like yeah we're at this roundabout and then I failed and we were like ah! <laughs> it's such a dick move yeah Um. but I mean that same morning me and my cousin had gone and walked around the corner go buy some cigarettes and uh, there was this tramp who had essentially he just had a dump and he dragged himself along the floor scooting like a dog yeah to clean yeah. his ass in a puddle and it was the most depressing thing I've ever seen so I gave him like 20 euros uh, there and then. Um, I mean, that, it was a lot to handle on a hangover, the, seeing a, a guy have a shit in street. but that's what happens, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's been a few times. I mean, like I, I, I on Rishi's stag, uh, I overtook him because Rishi decided he was going to be a melt the whole time. <laughs> um, so... We had planned this uh, back sack and crack thing at the Stag and Hen Experience, yep. um, and Rishi, after one or two strips, had essentially kicked the bird in the face and ran off. <laughs> and everyone went silent because they were like, "Shit, he ain't gonna do nothing. This whole weekend, it's just it's just a waste of our money and time. This is terrible." Because you want them to have a horrific but great time. Oh yeah, like you know, you like you'd never plan something you wouldn't do. And um, at that point, I just said, uh, I said, you still got a wax strip, girls? And he was like, yeah. I was like, don't put them away. (laughs) Stripped down naked and then got every part of me waxed and then was dancing on the bar naked in a pink cowboy hat to a hero's chant. And I didn't have to buy a drink for the rest of of the weekend. Uh, So that, yeah, worked out rather well. You could have gone home, got married and, you know... uh... Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I was dubbed the mayor of Benadorm, so you know they're, they're building my statue as we speak. <laughs> I, I remember um, me, you, and Macca, We went to WrestleMania 31. yep do It's not going to be a wrestling story, but we went to uh, obviously California, as we touched in the last episode. And Maka found out. Oh yeah, they got this rum bar. You know, they, 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 there's a bar. You know, Smuggler's Cove, I believe it was called. Yeah, in yep. San Francisco. This yep. was. Yeah, and uh, the funniest thing was. It comes to it. So what are you having, lads? Beer. What? <laughs> the <rum> bar. <laughs> yeah, and funny enough, I love rum now. Yeah. That's the ironic thing. At the time, I, only I didn't want drinking rum all night. Yeah, I didn't like rum. It's the it's the only time in my well, I'd say it's probably one I've probably seen you pissed like really pissed about five times. Yeah, what's well, quite impressive in our friendship, but <laughs> because you always pissed too that <laughs> night you were fucking obliterated and it was the first time where I I, I ever saw Haslam royally drunk and I was like, (laughs) Wow, he's spangled, but it was the crazy thing is, me and you were able to keep our feet. You know, like yeah, you know, we went to that all di- like that diner, which is like a twenty four hour one, and a maca fell asleep on my shoulder, and you uh, <laughs> just sitting there having a meal, just absolutely. <laughs> it was like the worst steak I've ever had in my life. <laughs> the uh, good thing is, I can't remember it, <laughs> you know. But like we uh, were we were staying right next to a gay shit club, weren't we? I uh, think so, yeah, in this weird Chinese. Hostel thing I mean The Grant Mitchell Hotel Yeah Yeah. Oh yeah The Grant Mitchell It was the Grant Mitchell Hotel It was shit (laughs) Uh, It was so bad Weren't it It's about the Macca Sort of like I thought they were meant to be three beds and they're like it's like, no, just just two beds. I slept on the floor, didn't I? I mean, think exactly. like, t- so. <laughs> yeah, I was like he was like, No, you can jump in bed with me. I was like, no, Adam, I'm not sharing a bed with you. Like this it's not how it's gonna work. He was my bed buddy for the duration really. So he was, I yeah. mean and once again you got the good you got the good bed as well in uh in uh where was we? Uh, San Jose, you got a good bed. Because you the, both shared it, the and then size, yeah. and then I got uh, I got a good bed in California. Yeah. So you know swings and roundabouts like Los, Los <laughs> Angeles and old bun, banana bungalow <laughs> where the stuff. receptionist instantly hated you. Oh no, uh, was it you or was it no? Uh, hated hated macca That was it. Because Adam looked like her ex boyfriend. Yeah, and he Believe was like, me, "Should be lucky to, like you know for me to like her ex boyfriend." I, I, You know, who's she dating, like Seth Rogen or so? It was, it was, it was so weird because we we'd gone up to that hostel and the receptionist just looked up and went, "Oh, you look like my ex." And Adam went, "All right," he went, don't like him, so I don't like you." And was like the wrong person to say that to. And he was like, "Well, he probably dumped you because you're a bitch." I was just like, "Oh no, oh, we've got to stay here for a week with these clowns." And then I look over, and Matt's part of a hendo, smashing shots with him in the courtyard, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, like, I oh, know, come come out with them. They seem like cool guys." I was like, "Matt, I'm not down with chatting with fucking cunts who have been travelling around the world and want to tell me about the their gap here in fucking Com- Cambodia or whatever yeah, it those is. Are the worst people, Cambodia." <laughs> I, I just remember in that rum bar, anyway, like um, we we found this like cocktail and said, "Oh yeah, we will put a whole egg in it." And then, like, it comes to your round, you're like, "Oh, just surprise me." Next, you know I've got like an actual egg <laughs> in my sitting there at the bottom of my drink, thinking, "There's an egg there. <laughs> well, what's, what's the point of it? It doesn't. It hasn't added any taste or anything. It. it just tastes like rum still. Like, it was weird, <laughs> wasn't it? Who in their right mind would be like? You know. Oh yeah, just gonna put a full one egg in there, you know, just just not crack it right or whatever. It's like me having a can of Iron Brew, pouring into a glass and putting an egg in the bottom. It's <laughs> like it's pointless. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I tell you what, I kind of want to try that now. But Iron Brew and egg. Yeah, I want to yeah. see what if you then take the egg out of the glass after the, the pint of Iron Brew, whether the egg would then taste of Iron Brew. Could what? be onto something there. But a bubblegum egg. <laughs> Could be try? the weirdest sensation on the planet. We'll do a whole special in a few yeah. months. A, a taste there episode. <laughs> Come up with a weird cocktail menu. We put it out to the people what they want us to try. <laughs> Could go like horribly wrong. <laughs> well. California was a very interesting place. It, it really was. Like um I like I said in the first episode of this of you us know, 2... Uh, episode 2 technically but episode part 1 of your episode you know uh, whatever Um, it's full of homeless people yep Uh, people literally sitting on the street begging for dollars and you're sitting there going like your clothes look nicer than mine (laughs) a lot of them are they're all fucking shysters around there I mean like you know I mean it was funny it was I I love I love San Francisco Mm -hmm. I thought San Jose was boring Los Angeles uh, I'd like to do again but it wasn't as magical as you think it's going to be. Yeah, you know me. what I mean? Like, uh, you do like the Stars tour, and you know, this is Bruno Mars's <laughs> house, and he had like a shitty paint job. He, he needed to paint his house. Yeah. Um, uh, Simon Cowell's that. house was the only one that weren't really hidden. It was standing there like a great glorified cock. When you say that, you remember when he said, like, oh, um, oh. Excuse me, sir. Are you from the band Easy Tub? He's like, "Yes, I am, sir." I was like, oh, "That's great." And that's how I knew that was his house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a great story I've had. Yeah, I, and and for all you know, Bruno Mars might might even live there. It might just be like you know, Clive, some guy in a shit troll. <laughs> Clive, Clive the computer uh, addict. Yeah. <laughs> happens to look like Bruno Mars. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> terrible stereotyping. Yeah. But he was, he was wearing like a little pot pie hat. It was definitely Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Just had some fences around. Yeah, it's definitely Bruno Mars, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, uh Ali G had a nice house. Him and uh Amy Adams, is it? Or is it Amy Adams he's with? No, it's Fisher. Isla F- oh, oh. Fisher, that's yeah. it. Yeah, they had a nice gaff. If that was their gaff. Yeah. And the Playboy Mansion, obviously, was very well hidden. But, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Right yeah. in California. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, we saw Puddle and Mud there. That was good last. We did, yeah, yeah. And I, I only discovered today... So, you know they done a, uh, a cover of the Rolling Stones while we watched them. they done Gimme Shelter. Okay. Um, during the show, what was wicked. I then... I've been making this uh, other playlist because I've tugboats, big tunes, what goes on for like 193 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've started one that's just... F- All the rock bands that I've ever liked. Yeah. Um, So obviously, I was adding some puddle and mud on there. And I didn't realise, but they do a cover of um, Rocket Man by Elton John. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to hear it? I mean, we can put it on there. I'm sure it won't get stripped. But here's a little snippet. Done. Right. Last night we Zero. Hour. Always leave them wanting more, Haslam. You uh, know? Exactly. So, <laughs> as I say, Puddle and Mud do a version of Rocket Man. Go and enjoy it. It's a weird, it's a weird experience. But the good thing about seeing Puddle and Mud was, um, obviously, uh, what's his name, Wes Gatlin? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. He has obviously his demons where he would just like you know walk off stage and you know and then because he's throwing a tantrum because no one's singing along or whatever. But we we actually got to see them all the way through. Yeah, yeah. We were we so were that that was a forty-seven day tour. And we were like night three, and yeah. we were one of only four shows he completed. Yeah, so yeah, completed, mate. Completed <laughs> it. Parallel <Tunnel> Mud <laughs> smashed it. I was, I, was, I was quite upset they didn't do any uh, songs off the uh, the famous album. That's my favourite album. By but, they, him, but they they done the Hates man. That's off uh, the famous album. That's off Come Clean. Oh well, I they thought you shut Oh well, fair enough. I mean, we're getting technical here. I, yeah. I thought, thought, you were just saying the famous album that was no, right. clean, You know, be <laughs> like control and yeah. I was gonna say I they definitely don't. They, they yeah. done all of that. Otherwise, we watched a really weird show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we walked around that weird little flea market as well. That was... oh, on the very last day, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was like one battered John Cena figure. We thought we <laughs> were gonna go down and find smoking guns. Um, anyone out there if you've got a smoking guns hasbro feel free to contact me um <laughs> but yeah you know that that was that really um but it's it's actually amazing that it's taken so long to properly meet you um when you consider that we had a mutual friend in callum hmm. uh you know uh i've known callum since i was like five yeah, so yeah. It was, it's strange that it took so long to Beat each other, but never look back, and it's been it's been great. Yeah, we've had like probably about ten years of friendship now. Saying yeah, yeah. yeah. S- smashing life. Yeah. <laughs> what was it going to say to you? Like lose trunks <laughs> was a mad idea, um, and it's something I'd still like to go back in some form and chat. Obviously, because we have chatted about wrestling a lot, mm-hmm. so clearly we do like men in trunks. Um, but it was basically the concept of it was like loose women uh, but with wrestling nerds chatting about wrestling but getting passionate about it like you would see loose women chat about underage drinking and all that shit and we were chat but instead we were chatting about segments about can Roman Reigns cut a promo like what is the purpose of Bo Dallas like you know and the thing was we had this concept and it was brilliant and we made this studio that looked really good mm. and we were essentially we were making a very professional looking product but we had no one to to keep editing it at the pace that we needed to edit it i mean there was quite a lot of fans on online and we used to get a lot of people chatting and commenting on stuff that we would put Only out on their the questions, questions. The videos they Yeah, any really comment but yeah it was still cool like. but it was a fu- it was a fun Two year period, I'd yeah. say. Was it two years or maybe three? I'd, I think we done two main years. I least. think the highest rated video we had was me and Callum doing the Women's Revolution. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's what I mean. There was there was stuff like that where we used to react promos and we'd rate sandwiches and you know before you knew it, the loose women had become into like a soccer AM sort of thing, mm. and if you had the right scowl, you could make it into. A good show. Um, I think if anything, as long as you're passionate about what you're doing, it will always come off good. It oh, yeah. will come off good because you're chatting to people that you enjoy, and people enjoy listening to you. So, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I say, it's a fun, fun little experience. Um, it's something I'd like to go back to, just analysing videos with like yeah. yourself and Callum that we've spoken about. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, it was good. What good. was your What was your favourite memory? What of it all? Just a kind of camaraderie of saying like you say you say to your missus, oh like I'm not going to be bout Friday because <laughs> I'm going down the white rooms with six of me other wrestling nerds and we're going to chat about wrestling for six hours, mm-hmm. produce this stupid show, and yeah, you know, like we like the fact that we had fan interaction and stuff like that, and people had characters and you know like. Yeah, it was just it was just uh it was a really fun experience. There was, you know, as I say, it it was too professional for its own good. Yeah. <laughs> right, um I I'm sitting here today, you know, thinking to myself, well, I'd never get a tattoo in my life and next thing you know I'm covered and I've even got one on my ass thanks to loose drunks. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that, that 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 for me would be up there in my top three moments of Loose Trunks history. I mean, if you ever want to just snip it, if you want to watch Loose Trunks episode five, I want to say. Uh, down the line, I think. I'd, I'll, we'll put a link to it onto, uh, underneath this chat thing. Mm. Um, just watch the first five minutes. Watch the realisation on Matt's face when he realises the guy, he had a bet... Has won this match, and he's gonna have to get a tattoo. It was fucking golden, and that come about kind of because I'd pre seen a it was it was a SmackDown poster, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. A European poster that no one else had seen, and you shared it in the group. Yeah, yeah, I shared it in the group later on after it had happened. No, I think you did it at the time, and then you know, that's when I said to you, he's never gonna win. But there was only three other people on that poster mm. who could have potentially won it. And there was only... He was the only one going in there was strong. Right to <laughs> yeah. He was going in there strong at yeah. the time, winning these matches. And I was like, I think it could be Mojo Riley. And, he, he, he you know, God bless Gronk. You know what? Mojo Riley's an absolute dude as well. Yeah, he's, he's nice. True. He's a really cool guy. I message him quite a bit on uh, Instagram. Well, it was his birthday a couple of weeks or a month or so back, and uh, I sent that video. Uh, Mojo, my man, happy birthday, my brother. Just remember, stay high to where it was, and then basically he was like, dude. Can you send me a copy of that video? <laughs> like, you know, DM me. You know, he's he's a, he's a swell fella I like. Yeah, yeah. It. Mm. yeah. I mean, he's he's still going to take you out for a beer and he when he comes down. Uh, yeah, uh, that hopefully you know uh, get you know a couple of us to go. You know, be, be a good laugh. But yeah, I mean, lad, yeah. absolute lad, and yeah, I, I think really that that to me is probably in my top top three moments of Loose <laughs> Trunks history. Um, my my favourite memory. of Loose Vince Trunks. Russo calling out. Wilkie. Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was that what were you were about to say? No, no. Uh, I would... That would definitely... Vince Russo telling Jack to go fuck himself is definitely number two. That was... that. Yeah, that was fucking cool. Go cold. screw yourself, bro. Girl. Give Calvin a raise, bro. Yeah, that's great. Number one. I would just say... Oh, here you go. I'll, I'll give you a thing before we get into yours, because you're having to think about it. Yeah. I think there was a dark horse in loose trunks, and his name was Callum Main. He, he was the rising star, when mate. When he did the anti-rant,
1: they, yeah, they
0: were the most golden things. Out I still, to this day, will go back and watch it. Oh, I'm same. same those those anti-rants <laughs> are fantastic. The, anti- the rants are, uh, are brilliant, but the anti-rants... He's one about Diesel is just classic. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> Jinder Mahal and uh... yeah I can't remember who else he did. Was it Vince Russo? No, yeah, no. I just about. Uh, I think he. Did. Yeah, Vince Russo. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he done one about Vince Russo. It was. <laughs> it was just how happy he was and how he got how much he got into it. The, like, the kid's an actor, mate. He's a he's it's a good a actor. He, he 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 brought into the role of being uh, overexcitable. Like that bit where he finally makes it on the couch and he's <laughs> <laughs> he's talking with really love into the mic. I mean yeah I, I i think my number one would just be uh as a whole uh the the whole experience was was great but i would say maybe the bit where we did a minute's silence for the undertaker and then we actually start clapping for aiden In- uh not Aiden english simon gotch that's brilliant oh yeah <laughs> thank you Simon. <laughs> 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 i mean that that that's what it was about really yeah so Schofield's video where he did um, Robbie E's release from a TNA. <laughs> there's uh. some gold. There is some gold in there. If you like wrestling, there's there's some some real magic in mm. there. Uh, as I say, you just needed a good editor who could. Uh, unfortunately, Schofield was getting higher up into his Microsoft world, and it's obviously worked very well for him. um so he didn't have time to edit it. I had all these mad ideas, but I didn't. I, I ain't got a fucking clue how to do anything with technology, mm. you know. Apart from Football Manager, what else is the computer for? Yeah, like with Schofield and Macca, uh, I do want them to come on here and do a. Uh, well, obviously, probably their own episode. But like, you know, there's an episode I want to do where I get like Harry, uh, Tattoo, and Stu. Ah, well, yeah, we'll do a download, one. download Yeah, yeah, you like, definitely. Yeah, when, just, just the time we went up there because. The first like couple of days were literally the one of the most epic stories. You know, for days we've got in there. But... He's got. Uh, just, if you if you get Skyfield on here, you can ask him all about. He's download escapades with me. He's got loads. Yeah, he's got hundreds. Yeah, definitely. What's what's your favourite festival story? My favourite. Well, that is mine, or that is anyone's. Um, you. Could- Whatever, really. Like you can do your personal one. You could do. do I I, I mean, there's a great, there's a great story of Ollie getting shit, shit on the end of his cock uh, at a festival because he's uh, obviously a well endowed boy and (laughs) his old boy flopped into someone else's (laughs) poo. That 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 that's got to be up there in grim grim festival stories. Um, I I don't know. I think my soon-to-be manager. Yeah, I think uh, (laughs) the greatest. So, I suppose my greatest day at a festival consisted of probably the most un-rock and roll people on the planet but um, I was a big fan of mm-hmm. Uh it was Pallantini Elbow and then Coldplay what was oh, for me God, yeah mate. I know I knew the reaction was coming but I was a big fan of all all three of them so Pallantini wanted a spliff um, I went in there in my rucksack bag of Fosters everyone else had left me because no one was going to stick around and watch those bands all day with me and I decided that I'd just take my chair with me my backpack and i will just sit there with my cans of beer and I'd pick my spot and get drunk and hope that I'd find them all so I sat there and I had this chair and this geezer next to me starts rolling this big biff uh, back when I used to smoke, and I was like, oh, yeah, of he's got a bit of weed. I was like, mate, by any chance, can I buy a joint? And uh, he, he went, here you go, gave me a clump. He said, by any chance, can my missus sit down uh, and watch, like, like, she's pregnant, because she sit down and have your chair? I was like, yeah, of course. I was like, you sure you want to give me that much? Because it was a bigger bigger amount. He was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to be a cheap bastard here, but I don't know how to roll. I never taught myself how to roll because, you know. Please tell me you sold that to uh, James Buckley uh, for that episode of Between Us where he goes, can you roll it for me please, sir? <laughs> no, I, I definitely didn't, but I could. I felt sympathy with him, with the character anyway. But yeah, so he sat there and he rolled me all this stuff and we sat there and we were chatting we were smoking away and really nice couple. Mm-hmm. And off they went and I said, oh, you take the chair with you, I don't need it anymore, like, you know, uh, I'll just sit on the ground, and you're <laughs> pregnant, and they were like, oh, thank you, and as I say, this geezer would give me like, 30 quid's worth, uh, and rolled it all for me, so then, I've watched Elbow have the most amazing set, during the height of their seldom seen kid thing, like one of the biggest crowds of the weekend, um, and as they're finishing, these three absolute weldies, walk past me, and, uh, they're like, oh, you know, kind of Chelsea being, they I, like, oh, see, you've got a biff have you? And I was like, yes, I've got a there <laughs> And it's like, could we buy any chance? I was like, you you want a joint there? She's like, yeah. I was like, well, there you go, there's a joint. And uh, she was like, really? And then, so I was like, yeah. I was like, there's one each. Like, because I had all these rolled out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. It's like, well, you have this. And they handed me like this bag of Mandy. And uh, <laughs> I was like... All right, brilliant. So, <laughs> and I'm, I'm now I've got so I've basically been given two narcotics for nothing. Yeah, I'm 15 beers deep. So, and I'm now, you know, I've watched the first part of uh, Coldplay with these three unbelievable women who had yeah. flown in that day uh, from Dubai and got a helicopter to Glastonbury. Okay. I mean they were covered in jewels. These girls. Yeah, um, and. We've all taken this, Mandy. Life is great. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we're buzzing, and it's during like Coldplay's like Neon Era, having a great time. And it's now like a good kind of forty-five minutes into the set. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've got to go now, girls. I've got to try and find my brother. And they're like, you'll never find your brother. Like, yep. I mean, it's the headline of Glastonbury. You're never going to find it. It's like a needle in a haystack. Mm. Oh, yeah. I went, nah, I find him. <laughs> so I just started walking along and I'm having a great time having a little dance and you know whatever yeah. else life, life is fantastic I've got a real nice buzz on I've got a, I've got a cracking tan because the sun was out all day and uh, out of nowhere I can just see this cowboy hat that Coddow's wearing um, and I was like that's Coddow brilliant I found found Ryan Coddow I found my brothers wicked <laughs> and yeah I ended up watching the final bit of Coldplay with them And it was Yeah It was a magical Magical time But it's also Like there was a time At the download Where I got so drunk During the day That I missed All the bands Um All the bands All the bands Uh We, we decided We'd do a crate Each me and Adam we both woke up And it was like Ten to Nine or something And we were like yeah. Oh my god What's gone on here And we've crawled and he's like, come on, we're going to miss Rage Against the Machine. I'm like, oh, fuck Rage Against the Machine, I don't care, I want to die. <laughs> and I'm crawling along, and the England match is going on at the time. And I was like, oh, look. And as I crawled past the tent, and I was going to light like, like the, where they were showing the football, sure. Rob Green let in that howler for the one-all, I think it was, uh, um, in South Africa. And uh, I was like, oh, we've just conceded. Brilliant. Carried on crawling. <laughs> Watched like two songs of, Stone Temple Pilots, and then, yeah, watch Rage Against Machine. I was in all sorts of bother, but yeah, that was a fun day. And Um, I I ended up on the Titan Tron, yeah, of download. Me asleep in my Joe Co. England shirt, <laughs> laid out in those middle ramp bits. Yeah, I was half in my tent and half out, and people were just stepping over me. <laughs> and I'd gone as bright red as the England shirt because I'd burnt like a crisp yeah. all over. And yeah, I ended up on the Titantron for the whole weekend. So <laughs> yeah, tell us about when you and Scofield went and see the Scissor Sisters. <laughs> 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 well, Scofield has been my band uh, buddy. Uh, forever he's been well you've got a great Ulbricht story haven't you I yeah. was there at the gig as well Six of the sick of the six. yeah I mean he's been he's been he's been uh, my best mate alongside Adam Mack, uh and Aaron and Paul and a couple others mm-hmm. um, but yeah literally Skyfield always had the same sort of interest as me whether it was like rock music or whatever but like even like Cheesy Pop he loved um, and we both really liked Scissor Sisters and Tadar had just come out their second album and it had some big, big tunes on there. I think one was called Paul McCartney. Um, and I was just like, there's tickets for them at, uh, at Brixton Academy on Halloween. I'm I'm going to buy two tickets tonight. He's like, yeah, I'll have a job that. I was like, sweet, all right, do that. Got home after school, booked him up. Fault nothing of it. And, um, I reckon we were in year eleven at this point, maybe year ten. And uh I have to uh, I VAR that. I reckon year eleven. <laughs> yeah. Two thousand and five I reckon. We Hatch is the fact checker on the show too. Yeah. It? Check it f- check it, Hatch. And <laughs> yeah. uh as I say, it was Halloween, it was fancy dress. Yep. And it had Adam come to my house and he was like, Oh shit, like it's fancy dress in it tonight. I was like, Fucking hell, um, how are we going to make a costume? I was like, fuck it, we'll go as lumberjacks. <laughs> didn't think, didn't think at all. We just let's go as lumberjacks to the Scissor yeah. Sisters. What could go wrong? <laughs> I've got a chainsaw here, a fake one, a plastic one from Matt's. Uh, Matt dressed up as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. So I've got two helmets, because um, like, I was a builder at the time. And I've got like two flannel shirts. that would do. You've got a pair of jeans on, I've got a pair of jeans on. We'll wear boots, we'll go. Didn't think anything of it. <laughs> and then, obviously, like, to go to a Scissor Sisters gig is like going to, like, Pride. And, uh <laughs> <laughs> There we are. Obviously, Adam's quite a good-looking guy. He's got his long hair. I'm... Um, what I would I would describe in the gay scene as a bear, and, uh <laughs> I'm this bear dressed up as a uh, as a lumberjack, and we got hit on all night. But we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. We danced uh, as lumberjacks, but we proper laughed on the way home. Thinking, "What a halla. like, we just just didn't. We didn't think those costumes through whatsoever. <laughs> did you? Did you have any like drinks paid for you by the dudes I mean, Yes. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair Jesus few. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. We got hit on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, finish the story we'll get you back on again someday but uh, yeah it's been fantastic yeah, F- thank you for yourself. yeah it's been uh, it's been good story time i mean yeah. it's, uh, there's there's a lot more like you know um, whenever you want me once you you dry up for people feel free to have me back but we'll definitely do that tasting episode damn um, you know um, is there anybody that you know you could say on air that you want on this what i would like on this uh, i have I got me mean, actually even though i uh, I've made a joke about her in the first episode. Jennings would be very good to chat oh, yeah. to about her musical experience. Um I mean, there's there's a load of interesting people in Brentwood. Uh you can you can basically reach out to anyone really. Yeah. Uh retire, Omar <laughs> <laughs> Uh Nah, in fairness, there, there there's there's loads. So I would say I'd like to hear Callum. That's what I'd like to hear. He's Callum to seven, he's Schofield, on. I think, would be a good one. Uh, Paul's gigs, yeah. um, maybe even Mike, the landlord from the Essex Arms, yeah. you know, or Dan, little Dan, yeah. Doddy you know. I mean, there's a lot of Brentwood boats, really, isn't there? Yeah. Like the possible Stuart Croswell, I think, has an interesting story. Um, yeah. As I say, I just look forward to hearing whatever. Yeah. But thank you for having me on. No worries. I've been Matthew Haslam Heaven, and always remember, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Thank you very much for listening.